What's up, boxing fans? This is Sides of Boxing with your host, JJ Sermon. In this podcast, JJ gives an in-depth analysis of nearly every fight, from undercards to main events. Now, let's get into the ring. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sides of Boxing. I am your host, JJ Sermon, and on today's episode, I'm going to get into the big fight that happened this past weekend, which included Mikey Garcia versus Jesse Vargas, as well as some notable wins that included Joseph Parker and Ramon Gonzalez. So let's get straight into it. To start things off, I just want to get into the notable mentions, who are just some fighters that did pretty good this past weekend. One of those fighters is Joseph Parker. He improved his record to 27 wins, 2 losses, and 21 KOs. He beat uh, Shondell Winters, and this was a fight in the heavyweight division. It was a 10-round fight, and he got him out of there in round 5. This was a fight in which Joseph Parker was expected to win and he was expected to get a pretty much a KO win. And that's what he did. He got a TKO win. He threw some strong right hands, man. And he was getting hit by some punches as well by Winters. But nonetheless, Joseph Parker was throwing some good shots. He was loading up on that right hand and eventually he got him out of there. He was getting him on the ropes and uh, he was just landing some really good, powerful right hands. So that's what I got to say about Joseph Parker. Another fight that I want to talk about was Julio Cesar Martinez versus Jay Harris. Um, This fight was really good. It was in the flyweight division. It was a 12-round fight. And, man, this fight was really, really a good fight. Like, one of the best fights I've seen this year because they were going at it, man. And they usually say the, the, the flyweights are people who... Um, in the lower weight classes, man, they got so much endurance, man. And you saw it in this fight, man, because Julio Cesar Martinez just kept coming forward, man. He just kept coming forward, and he kept throwing strong punches, strong body shots. He even knocked, he even got a knockdown um, against uh, Jay Harris, like, towards later in the end of, like, I want to say in the later rounds. And it was just, it's just, you could hit a thump off, off the punches sometimes that he was throwing, man. And he was throwing so many power shots. And that's what really got him to win. He just came forward. He kept the pressure. And he was doing a really good job. But I want to give a big ups to Jay Harris, too, because he did a fantastic job as well with somebody who was a pressure fighter like Martinez. He did not just back down. He kept fighting and he kept giving it his all. The scorecards came out with a unanimous decision. But I felt like one of them could have been potentially a draw, man, because Jay Harris did a fantastic job towards the middle to, to the end of the rounds. And I just thought that if the fight was much closer than what the judges had scored. But I can see why they would give more rounds to Martinez because he was the more aggressive fighter in the in the fight. So, yeah, man, it was just a really good fight, man. Definitely give a big ups to both of those fighters, man, because they put on a performance that definitely you should watch um, if you haven't watched it. Now I want to get into... Well, one of the big fights that happened this past weekend, and the first one is with Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez versus Cal Yafai. Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez came into the fight with 48 wins, two losses, and 40 KOs versus Cal Yafai who came into the fight with 26 wins, zero losses, with 15 KOs. And he had the WBA super flyweight title. This was a pretty big fight. People were writing off Roman Gonzalez because 
he didn't he was getting older in age um he already had two losses by the same person um and like i said he when the when you are at the the lower weight classes um your career doesn't last as long so they were kind of just pushing towards him not being at the back end of his career and not really being able to rise to the top again so i was seeing i was hearing a lot of that going into this fight but i had a feeling about roman gonzalez that man he's only he's 32 i'm like the guy he's fighting cal yafai is only 30 and i was figuring like this this is like a pretty even fight when you think about it like there's no really big advantages that that cal yafai has over roman gonzalez and then when you come to think about it roman gonzalez has the more experience than cal yafai so and he has been better tested against better opponents than Cal Yafai. So I was like, I'm leaning towards Roman Gonzalez, despite what everybody else is saying. And when the fight happened, man, it seemed like his game plan just went out the window, man, because he was fighting Roman Gonzalez fight. And that was a big difference because in this fight, because when, when this fight happened, Roman Gonzalez was literally bringing the fight inside and they were literally just trading shots. But Fai did a good in the first round. He did a pretty good job. Second round came, and this is when Roman Gonzalez started to already figure out how Kyle Fai was going to fight, and he started to dictate that, and it and this ended up making him do a really good job, and ended up making him get the win. Kyle Fai um did throw did throw some good combinations, but Roman Gonzalez was the type of guy who was throwing the better shots. He was throwing nice uppercuts, right hand uppercuts, right hand uppercuts, left hand uppercuts, throwing nice combinations, one twos. He was moving around, pivoting, switching to the left, switching to the right. He was doing, and he was keeping the fight close. And we, and I know the commentators was also wondering like, why is Kaya fight fighting Roman Gonzalez game? Because that's what Roman Gonzalez is an expert at. This is what he won championships with, and Kaya fight was just thinking that he was just going to beat him at his own game. When in reality, Roman Gonzalez was beating him at the game that he's best at. Ooh, that's a that's a word right there. Come on now. That's a word right there. So Roman Gonzalez started to low, slowly, slowly, but surely, like, break down Kyle Yafai. And you could just see it in, his, in the way that his body language was as, like, the middle round started to go along. And then when you got to round, like, eight or nine, it was done, it was done for. It was done for because... Roman Gonzalez got a knockdown. I want to say it was in round eight, and he knocked him down. And then in round nine, he put him out, put him to sleep. Boy was out of here. Hit him with some nice shots. And I was like, dang. And Roman Gonzalez got the win. He improves his record to 49 wins now, two losses and 41 KOs. And now he is the new and the new WBA Super Flyweight Champion. While all them doubters were thinking he wasn't that good, he ended up showing out. And so I want to give him a big congrats because he did his thing. So keep it up, Roman Gonzalez. I hope he can fight good competitors again because he gave a great performance in this fight. And I feel like he can, he's still at the top. And he's going to go down in the Hall of Fame. Best believe that. Now I want to get into the, the last big main event fight that happened, which was with Mikey Garcia versus Jesse Vargas.
Mikey Garcia came into this fight with 39 wins, one loss, and 30 KOs versus Jesse Vargas, who came into this fight with 29 wins, two losses, and two draws. This is for the welterweight division, and it was a 12-round fight. The welterweight division is a 147-pound division, and this is where the top guys like Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford, Manny Pacquiao, those type of names, they, that, this is the weight class for it. I just want to tell you all that this fight was pretty big with regards to the winner of this fight because the winner of this fight was going to get themselves in the driver's seat for bigger and better fights, bigger paydays, bigger fights, and just bigger opportunities. So coming to this fight, everybody was kind of saying like it's a 50-50 fight, kind of don't, I didn't really know who to pick, honestly, like. I thought possibly Jesse Vargas was going to get that win, man, because I just felt like Jesse Vargas was more aggressive. Mikey Garcia been out for a year. Don't know if he got the determination. He seemed like he did from interviews, but just didn't know. And Jesse Vargas, you know what you're getting out of him. So when round one happened, Jesse Vargas asserted his dominance. And I felt like it was a it was a thing in which Mikey Garcia had to adjust to because just Mikey Garcia is so used to fighting at uh, lower divisions like the 135 pound, the lightweight division and the 140 pound division. So he's not really like, I, this is his second fight in welterweight in his, in his shows because when he first got into the rhythm of the fight, he was definitely struggling against Jesse Vargas, just his size. Cause Jesse Vargas is taller than him, bigger than him a little bit. So that, that was, creating problems for Mikey Garcia in the beginning. But as the rounds got on, like round like four or five, Mikey Garcia really turned up the gear. And one thing that he started to pick up on, because Jesse Vargas was throwing some good shots, but one thing that Mikey started picking up on was he was starting to notice that his one-two was starting to land at will. So he was throwing that left, that jab with the left hand and throwing that strong right pow just left right and he was throwing it and it, it started to land so effectively that Mikey Garcia just kept throwing that shot and eventually it got him down and knocked Jesse Vargas down and I want to say round five and it went ballistic like the crowd went crazy because Jesse Vargas really looked hurt but then um but then somehow he made it out that round he made it out the next round and and but but one thing that was very evident was Mikey Garcia's one two. Like for the rest of the fight, Mikey Garcia was landing that 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 one two like at will, man. There was no stopping it. And it was like he didn't need to make an adjustment anymore because that was his adjustment when he was struggling in the beginning of the rounds. And he just kept lighting him up with it and kept throwing better punches. And Jesse Vargas was getting hit by some powerful punches, man, but he was staying in there, man, and he kept fighting. He was throwing his shots, his hooks. He loved that right hand. Or, or Yeah, he loved throwing that, that them hook shots, man, because when he feels like he's backed up and you think that you got him, like he was sneaking a left hand, a left hook, or he'll sneak in a right hook, man, and he, he'll land them bad boys too. So you, he, Mikey Garcia definitely watched out for it. He did get hit by some, but... It never, like, stunned him. So that led to them going to um, making it through the 12th round. And then when the scorecards came out, it was a unanimous decision for Mikey Garcia, man. So that was a big win for Mikey Garcia because he proved himself that he was ready for the welterweight division. Now, Jesse Vargas is a top 10 welterweight. So for him to beat him, man, that was saying a lot. And so now that puts him in the top 10 in the welterweight division. But now we got to see whether or not he will be able to hold his own 
in the welterweight division against somebody like a Manny Pacquiao, or we saw how he did against Earl Spence. If he get a rematch again, if that ever happens again, which I doubt, but that type of fight or Terrence Crawford, man, I think his best option is with Manny Pacquiao, and I feel like that fight is going to happen in 2020. I really hope it does happen because that would be a good and fun matchup, and it will sell a lot of tickets, man. It will be a really good fight that I'm down for. But that's that's what I got to say, man. Mikey Garcia did a great job, man. Now he's moving on to bigger and better opportunities. And shout out to Jesse Vargas as well for putting up a gut fight and not backing down when it was looking tough in the ring. And this concludes this episode of Sides of Boxing. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to the end. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a positive rating. And tell a friend to tell a friend if they're boxing fans because I'm going to continue to give out great content each and every week. The next fight that's coming up is with Scott Quigg versus John O'Carroll. So be on the lookout for that and God bless.